Every day, many are trapped in their quagmire of defeat because they are unaware of what they've got. The top executive, the attorney, the preacher, the doctor, the world-class athlete, the songwriter, the genius, are potentials buried inside of those who carry them and are stuck to the launching pad of life, chained by mediocrity, fear of failure, and the lack of clear and precise vision. Join Pastor Goodhart Obi C. Ekweme on Winning Today, the radio talk program tailor-made just for you, as he takes you through timeless success principles based on God's Word, preparing and strategically positioning you to win in everyday life, starting from today. Brace yourself and get ready to be transformed. Hello, my great friend. The voice you hear is Goodhart Obisiekwem, and the program you listen to is Winning Today. What a great day to be alive in the presence of the Lord. I want to challenge you. Pick up your phones and call your friends across the city. Tell them we're back on the airwaves. Sit back, relax, as we discuss what I call lessons from Mr. Lazy Bones. Suppose you were being shown around a nice neighborhood, looking at houses in the hopes of purchasing one of them. Thus far, you had seen beautifully designed buildings, exquisite windows and doors, freshly painted, neatly fenced compounds, nicely mowed lawns, attractive gardens, and in fact, you were already imagining yourself living in one of these homes. So you asked a few questions and found out that all the houses in that block were owned by a man called Mr. Bones. The agent taking you on the tour of this block of beautiful homes then informed you that Mr. Bones himself actually lived at the end of the block, curious to see what kind of palatial home Mr. Bones will live in. Since he owned the entire block of beautiful homes, you asked to be shown his house. So the agent then takes you to the end of the street. Lo and behold, there you see a house, a run-of-the-mill duplex with cracked windows and crooked doors. The paint is chipped and faded. The fence is broken in three places. The lawn is overgrown with weeds. The garden is practically a mini forest and home to God alone knows what kind of creeping and crawling creatures. In short, you cannot comprehend that the house is still standing, let alone being occupied. As you look at the front door of the home, you see a welcome sign that reads as follows. Welcome. Excuse the mess. I will clean up tomorrow. Signed. Mr. Lazy Bones. Hey, a joke of course, my friend, but if you are going to achieve anything in life, then you cannot afford to be a lazy bone. Laziness is a temptation we all face on a daily basis. The only difference between winners and losers is the former overcome the temptation while the latter fall right into it. Today, we are going to learn some lessons from Mr. Lazy Bones. Have you ever had your alarm go off only to find yourself impulsively hitting the snooze button or worse, the off button and going deeper under your blanket as you think to yourself, just a little more sleep? Hmm. The fact is you just were not willing to make the effort necessary to get out of bed and face the day's work. The Cambridge Dictionary defines laziness as this, not willing to work or use any effort. History has shown that nothing good comes effortlessly. Nothing is ever achieved without some kind of effort. If you are going to get anything worth having, you have to be willing to work, my friend. To the lay observer, a professional makes his or her art look effortless. But if you ask the professional, he or she will tell you upfront that it has taken a lot of work and many years of effort 
to achieve that level of skill and expertise. There are many, many talented people today who remain unknown because they have allowed some degree of laziness to keep them in the land of mediocrity. And guess what? The shortest route to the land of mediocrity is. It's taking the lazy road. To be lazy is the same as being slothful or indolent. King Solomon, wise of the wise, talks about the lazy man in Proverbs 26 as follows. As a door turns on its hinges, so does the lazy man on his bed. The lazy man buries his hand in the bowl. It wearies him to bring it back to his mouth. In other words, even the effort it takes to feed himself is too great an effort for a lazy man to exert. The lazy man says, there is a lion in the road. A fierce lion is in the streets, undoubtedly. What is the lazy man's reason for not going out to work? Hey, do you find yourself frequently given excuses and explanations for why you have not yet done some things? You probably always have a good excuse, a justification for why you haven't done what it is you haven't done. Be careful, my friend, that you're not becoming a lazy bones. The lazy man is wiser in his own eyes than seven men who can answer sensibly, the Bible says in Proverbs 26 verse 16. Like Mr. Lazy Bones in our story, a lazy man's bag is packed full of excuses. Procrastination is a habit the lazy man has perfected over time. A lazy man will tell you life is too short, so he must have fun, relax, enjoy himself and do as little as he can get by on. A lazy woman will tell you there's always a tomorrow, I can take the day off today. A lazy child asked to do a chore will say, I will do it later, let me just sleep a little more or can I just watch a little more television daddy or mommy? Lazy workers do as little as possible on the job and their excuse often is that they don't get paid enough anyway. So. Why should they slave over their jobs? Have you ever asked someone to do something perhaps more difficult than what they would honor do? Like say, run an extra mile or carry an additional weight and without a moment's hesitation, the person tells you, I can't do it. See, the person is just not willing to expend the extra effort it would take to do what you have asked. Worst scenario, I believe, happens when you send a lazy person on an errand. A lazy person's sluggishness is so annoying and frustrating that you will probably end up doing the job yourself. King Solomon gave up metaphors of such a situation when he said in Proverbs 10.26, As vinegar in the teeth and smoke to the eye, so is the lazy man to those who send him. Ouch! Another nugget of wisdom from King Solomon can be found in Proverbs 18 verse 9. He who is slothful in his work is a brother to him who is a great destroyer. This is so true because if you are lazy in your work, you are ensuring that your employer makes little or no progress and that is a form of destruction. My friend, this is why a lazy person can never be successful. As I mentioned earlier, laziness is a temptation we all face on a daily basis. There are varying degrees of laziness and one can succumb to laziness in almost any sector of life. If you examine your life closely, you will discover that there are one or two areas in which you are given into laziness. Lady, you may be a driven, high-motivated professional, but lazy in the area of grooming and appearance. Or perhaps you are a successful businessman who hardly makes time for his three or four children. Perhaps then you are a lazy father. You might be a talented, intelligent and attractive person, but if you are so self-occupied that you never make time, to return calls or send messages to your friends, then perhaps you consider to be a lazy friend. Well, if you intend to achieve all-round success in life, then my friend, you must ensure that laziness is not found in you at all. 
You must neutralize the poison of laziness in your life by taking the antidote. Guess what? Diligence, hard work. Do you see a man who excels in his work? He'll stand before kings. He will not stand before unknown or obscure men. So the Bible says, work is not something you should see as some kind of punishment. On the contrary, man was designed by God to work in the first place. When God created Adam, the first thing he gave him was work, a garden to look after and animals to name. Work came before the woman came. Hey, that's a word enough for the wise. It's great to have talent, but it's not enough just to be talented. You have to work diligently. Pastor John Higgin, one of his life's lessons from the Life Plan Study Bible states that you should pray as though everything depends on God and you should work as though everything depends on you. Then good things will happen. Sit on your posterior and you'll starve. I quite agree and I concur. The inevitable result of laziness, especially in terms of work, is poverty. In the book of Proverbs, King Solomon painted a clear picture of this. He said, I went by the field of the lazy man and by the vineyard of the man devoid of understanding. And there it was, all overgrown with thorns. Its surface was covered with nettles. Its stone wall was broken down. When I saw it, I considered it well. I looked on it and received instruction. Little sleep, a little slumber, little folding of the hands to rest. So shall your poverty come like a prowler and your need like an armed man. You can find that in Proverbs 24:30, by the way. And that's New King James Version. The message translation of that scripture breaks it down even more. One day, I walked by the field of an old lazy bones and then past the field of a lout. They were overgrown with weeds, thick with thistles, of the fences broken down. I took a long look and pondered what I saw. The fields preached me a sermon and I listened. A nap here, a nap there, a day off here, a day off there. Sit back, take it easy. Do you know what comes next? Just this. You can look forward to a dirt poor life with poverty as your permanent house guest. Hey, hey, my friend, that ought not to be a portion. You must get rid of laziness right from your thinking. Adjust any lazy attitude you have. Catch lazy thoughts that cross your mind and throw them out before they mature into words, actions and habits and ultimately weave themselves into the very fabric of your character. When you're faced with a task, go at it with all your might and get it done once and for all. Then you can relax and have some fun. I believe it's time for you to engage in some serious detoxification to cleanse yourself of laziness. No matter how small it may be, any toxin left unchecked in your system can become fatal. Watch it, my friend. A good way to do this is to examine yourself and re-examine yourself, by the way, making a list of your responsibilities based on each role you play in each sector of your life. For example, if you're a male, your different roles could include being a husband, father, son, brother, employer or employee, uncle, mentor, and etc. The different responsibilities could be categorized into different sectors, such as responsibilities to yourself, your spirit, soul and body, your family, your church, your neighborhood, your country, and etc. Not forgetting, of course, your responsibilities to Almighty God, your Creator. If you're conscious about who you are, each role you play, and the responsibilities that come with each role, and you make up your mind to be diligent in attending to such responsibilities, you are less likely to be overtaken by laziness. Of course, it's going to take an effort for you even to make such a list, but it's an effort worth making. And besides, that is your first test of whether or not you are going to overcome the temptation to be lazy. Remember, 
Diligence is the way to succeed in life. And if you continue to give in to laziness, you have nothing to look forward to but a life of mediocrity with poverty as your permanent house guest. I pray that's not your portion in the name of Jesus Christ. Hey, my friend, that was a juicy one. If you ask me, we want to hear from you. Send us your testimonies, your prayer point. Let us know that all this we're doing is getting out to you and blessing you before we go with quote for today from my book, Word By. When you obey God's instructions, you are delivered from destruction. When you obey God's instructions, you are delivered from destruction. His instructions are found in the manner of life, the Bible, the good book. If you are not a child of Almighty God, what an opportunity to invite Him to be your Lord and your Savior. That is a foundation for a truly victorious and winning life. Not only winning in time, but winning for all of eternity. Be blessed. We'll get back to you same time, same station next week. Keep living, keep winning. Your favorite presenter, Goodheart, OBC Equip. Winning Today has been brought to you by One Word Media and presented by Goodheart OBC Equeme. OBC Equeme is a chartered accountant, author, and motivational conference speaker. He currently pastors the vibrant Capital City Church, House on the Rock, The Refuge. For further information on this episode of Winning Today broadcasts, Pastor Goodhart's speaking engagements, general inquiries, or sponsorship details, please call us on 081-769-64572 or 081-769-64582. You can also email us on winningtodaybroadcast at yahoo.com or visit our website at www.hotrrefuge.org. We believe this presentation has blessed you richly. Join us in being a blessing to several others by simply making a generous contribution today. You can either walk into any Zenith Bank PLC near you or simply do an internet transfer to One Word Media Limited, account number 101-080-0875. Please feel free to notify us of your love gift by email through winningtodaybroadcast at yahoo.com. Call us on 081-769-64572. Be blessed.